Hello everyone, happy new year and welcome back to Mindset Explosion. Uh, we are beginning the year off with season four, episode one, and I got a fantastic guest on this evening, the lovely Judy Kent, who was awarded last year her MBE. I'm so excited. Let's bring Judy on first of all. Let's uh Hey Judy, how are you doing? Ooh, oh, it's so exciting to be on something. Yay! <laughs> happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Um how you been? Like, I feel like we've been talking loads recently. Been guest on yours twice. I know. Um, I've actually um, changed it. Although now we're starting in the middle of another lockdown. Um, when the lo last lockdown finished, I just decided to a Monday night at seven and called it Julie's Jabbering. Um, but now we've got another lockdown. It it was actually too much to do every day at two o'clock. I've got to say. It is tiring. Um, it is tiring. People only see you for a little bit, but the organising is tiring. Yeah. Getting yeah. people on and yeah. especially um, doing it on Facebook Live. Not everyone understands how to come on and come off and everything. So uh, very interesting. You're the professional at all this, Matt. So um, when we come yeah. off, I'm going to go on and check out StreamYard. Um, so I don't know. Tomorrow night I'm going to do my jeweler's jabber and um, see what people are up to, their New Year's resolutions. People are funny about New Year's resolutions, aren't they? Some people don't like the whole New Year thing at all. But I do think that it's, you know, it's the start of the year. It's the new, it's the first page of your 365-page book, you know, 12 chapters. And so I like that. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you like the whole new resolution thing? Like, obviously, I have to play on it a little bit for the fitness that we do. And yeah. my thoughts have changed a lot. I know whether it was last year, I, I was maybe a bit the same as you know, because for me, like should always be setting goals and working towards them. I think that's quite important. And I, I feel maybe after last year that like for me, I, I did feel that last year was a good year personally because I got so much time with my children. Business, all right, mm -hmm. good. Um so I feel that the 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 you know the long what was it the shortest day was a couple of weeks back. And I've just looked at it differently. I'm, I'm probably a bit more spiritual about things <laughs> anyway. So it's like, let's just put all the bads out. And we we have got this fresh start. And it, it, and I've been looking forward because it's like the, the Christmas for me is like, a, uh, I'm always like, yeah, I'm impatient. But I really relax. I've had the kids though. So um, yeah, for me, I think I, I've got some great goals, same as yourself for, for this year. And I feel it is a great time to start with, you know, on the whole, we can talk about what was rubbish about last year, can't we? But I think as look, let's put it behind us. We're probably not. Uh, it's, you know, it's still going on, but I think it's a great opportunity for people to redefine themselves um, and, and appreciate what we do have. I think that's the one thing I want. You know, I really want to take from last year is that grateful. Really, I'm never going to get that time with my kids again. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, for me, when everyone talks about it being such a dreadful year, for me, I was awarded an MBE, which is, well, just, you know, emotional. It was very emotional. Um, the, the weirdest thing about it was that I was um, awarded it the first week in June by email from the cabinet office and was told I couldn't say anything until the autumn. So for four months, I knew about it, but couldn't say anything. And you know, that's quite unusual. You're normally asked if you, because you have to accept it. Some people obviously don't accept it. I'm not yeah. quite sure why. Um, no. 
but you have to accept it. And normally it's a two, I think about two weeks and then, you know, it's all made official and then you go for your investiture or whatever. Well, I don't think they've even done the January ones from last year because of the COVID starting in March. So, but to be honest, now I just think, I don't even think about going to collect it. I'm just so relieved. Well, in October, I was just so relieved that it was out of the bag. And it, it was a bit like we couldn't celebrate. You know, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was just very weird. And so it was lovely when um, it was let out of the bag. But the best thing about it was it gave me lots of time, four months. So I was told um, in June I retired from school after 30 years at the end of June and it gave me time to think right what do I want to do with it and I had been thinking about being um, a public speaker and if you put MBE on the end of your name people <laughs> think well why has she got an MBE so that gives you something to talk about to start with and um, obviously you know I've got a story to tell a sad story but my talk is sad and hopefully um and i've tested it out i've been lucky enough as well to you know know enough networking people that have let me try it out on groups of people that i didn't know because if people already know my story and know me i wanted to do it to people that didn't know me from adam um and that was really good and i asked for feedback um and that was good so i've had some practice so i'm ready to get out there now and do it and, um, you know, hopefully, I mean, things like the school that I was at for 30 years, Dean Close, we have a school speech day every year and all the parents come, an enormous marquee, everyone dresses up as if they're going to a wedding. The, you know, the year that are leaving get prizes, most of them. And we have someone who is a business person or an explorer or someone that's got an MBE and they award the prizes and then they give a talk that's going to inspire young people after. So, you know, that sort of market would be an ideal market for me, having lived in an independent school for 20 years. Um, but there's lots of other opportunities um, to go out there and talk. And, um, you know, my, my key thing really is the power of giving, which... You know, I suppose I spent quite a lot of time doing and which is what I got my MBE for, you know. So, um, so I'm, you know, even though it was a dreadful year, 2020, for me, you know, it, I'll never forget it um, for retiring and getting my MBE. And now I'm like, I'm like a caged animal, can't wait to get out there and tell my story and spread yeah. the word, really. In a, in a way, it like... So listen to what you're saying. Obviously, I know you, how much you've done. And I, I noticed the backstory behind it, of course. And and you are. You're, you're at a lot of networking events. You're very involved, um, you know, in Gloucestershire, certainly. And you're vice chairman of the Pied Piper appeal as well. Um, was it Goals Behind Grass, Your I'm a trustee, yeah. Yeah. Um, and right. what was it? Chairman of Cheltenham Open Door, which featured in the Sunday Times today. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Beautiful article about our fantastic team. Um, it's, I think it had come about through Fair Share. And I think a lot of people have heard about Fair Share. They collect um, food, you know, from the supermarkets. And I think Marcus Rashford has also really featured Fair Share in his, um, you know, his 
can't remember what the word is, you know, that, that yeah. he's been challenging um, for yeah. school meals and everything. Um, in fact, probably because he's been getting so much more for the kids to have school meals, we probably had less for the homeless. But um, I think it's all come through Fair Share and feature Chart and Open Door. And, and it is an amazing charity. You know, it's completely non non-judgmental. And actually, we got together as trustees um, a couple of months ago to talk about our vision and mission and everything. And um, we've got quite a new trustee. And he said, well, who exactly do we, um, you know, give a hot meal to? And we said, well, anyone that turns up. And he said, so I could park my Porsche down the road in the car park and turn up and have a hot meal. And we said, yeah, you could. You know, the Sarah, who's on the door, she might say, oh, what's your name? Or, um, But she would never delve into your private life unless you want to tell her. Um, and some of the some of the guests have been coming for, well, oh, 10, 20 years. Some of them, their family come now, you know, and um, it is, they all describe it because the Times obviously um, talked to some of them in the queue the day that they came. And a lot of them said, you know, it's just like a family and um, team there help us ring the council or do whatever needs doing. The The thing is that before the pandemic, we were feeding about 50 people and yeah. now we're feeding nearly 80 people. Right. So if the pandemic finished tomorrow. We wouldn't actually get all those people in the building. Um, so we are looking for a bigger premises somewhere in Chartner. We need to keep the one we've got for storage because the food, Christmas time, the donations were absolutely amazing. I did a couple of days there of just um, putting the food in certain places that we make food parcels up with. And cars were arriving, you know, with food and and everything. Oh, it was, it was just amazing. I would just plead with people. Um, it's not just Christmas that we feed them. We do feed them all the year round. So, um, if you could all continue to bring that amount, because sometimes our shelves of soup are completely empty or tins of potatoes. That's another one. Um, so please think of us all year round and not just at Christmas, you know, like, like pets. It's not just for Christmas, it's for all year round. Yeah. Um, things that we have lurking in our cupboards as well that we kind of buy and think, oh, actually, I, I bet I'm going to have to have a look, definitely. <laughs> we really <laughs> like things like pot noodles and mug shots, uh, pasta sauce, because um, we in, in a food pasta, we'd probably put a bag of pasta, a couple of pasta sauces, tins of protein, so sort of, Tins of minced beef or tins of stewed steak or um, even tins of lunch meat. Protein as well in a tin is good. We like to put in the um, in the bag. And everyone, you know, who wants one can have a food parcel once a week. So, um, and actually, you know, we never know when it could be us that is in that situation. And I think after Christmas, it could be even worse for a lot of people. You know, people being made redundant and, um, you know, we don't want to be too much on a downer because it is the new year. But we just, you never know when it could happen to you. And um, I, I popped along on Christmas Day, actually. And just, I guess they're in such good humour, honestly. Mind you, they had a beautiful Christmas dinner, all packed in a box, and then a posh afternoon tea and some presents. Uh, and they were so appreciative and it was great to see them. So... Yeah, and I guess it's that family community that they get from there um, that is so important, as well as the you know the, the the food, it's everything that goes into there, right? Yeah, yeah, and again, lots of donations and um, and other charities working together. Um, Brian, who runs Goals Beyond Grass, 
Um, I was actually there last year when he and his wife had made lots of biscuits and wrapped them up beautifully uh, and that went in the bag. And then we've just done a massive sort out of all the clothes. A lot of clothes are donated to Chatham Open Door as well. And um, it had just built up, built up, built up because the team is so busy. They just don't have time to sort it. And so we got it all out, sorted it all out and had quite a lot of stuff that they we just do not have space for. So we've taken that to the Pied Piper shop. So I got all my three charities working together and um, took all that to the Pied Piper shop. And what was just not any good, then the rag man came and then other stuff uh, we can get out on the hangers. And sometimes someone might turn up and they say, oh, um, Julie, right, can we have a pair of six um, trainers? Can we have a pair of ladies' leggings, size 12? And can we have a men's jumper? And I just go to the Pride Piper shop and get it. So it's kind of working, you know, I can interact all of my charities together, which is great. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the click and collect is the start of a Pie Piper shop tomorrow, is that right? Yeah, well, um, our amazing staff there as well. Um, Ricky, who is our deputy manager there, he just said, Julie, I do not want to be off. I do not want to be furloughed for another uh, month or however long it is. And he started the online shop there, which is really popular. So already on Facebook, people do, he puts things up and people contact him and say, yes, I'd like that. So he puts it by in the shop and people go and collect it. Well, now um, from tomorrow, just on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday, stuff will go up on the Facebook page. People can um, say they want it. They can pay it into the bank account directly and then organize a time to come to the shop. And it'll be like, I noticed at Smith's Toy Store, there was a big queue today. And you just go and show that you paid it and then he will put it outside the door. So completely safe. Um, and he has done the, all the windows. We've got quite big windows in our shop and he's moved the furniture. So there's loads of stuff. Um, that you can see. So even if you go for a walk, you can think, oh, I want that and contact um, contact him. And we've got new mannequins, so they're out and ready with um, outfits on. It's it's not clothes so much, actually. It's mainly bric-a-brac toys, puzzles, um, crockery, you know, things like that that people will buy. And, you know, it's better than the shop being closed, really, which, oh, it's just, I mean, Pied Piper have lost 130000 last year. So... It's just we're very events-based, so we couldn't have the events, um, and we would keep them going as long as possible, thinking, can we have it, can we have it, and obviously we couldn't. And so, you know, we just, we are very down at Pied Piper, and, and um, we're never going to get that back, I don't think, but um, we just think if we can keep the shop open. So we need lots of people to go online on the Facebook, Pied Piper Appeal Charity Shop Online, uh, have a look, buy things so that we can get, if it doesn't work, then we'll, you know, we'll knock it on the head until we open, but it's better. Let's hope we can just, you know, sell something and get some money coming in, really. Well, I think we've got to try it because obviously, um, yes, a lot of small business has been affected, but sometimes we, we do forget about the charities and we forget that there's there's people that have to work there and there's, but yeah. there's, Great things in there as well. So you know, it is it's shopping local, isn't it? My my mum's left a comment for you. <laughs> Tell her that I, what she's saying. She said, "Great charity shop." <laughs> <laughs> and Jen, I have sorted out another ten pairs of shoes to go there today, and um, so I've got my second carrier bag with masses of shoes in because I do have quite an extensive wardrobe and. Um, I am realizing that I'm not going to wear it. You know, 
to school every day, I would always wear a jacket, generally a dress, and I'm not really going to need all those dresses and jackets. So I am um, sorting it out. And I am, you know, I'm all about sustainable. And I have a complete sustainable outfit on today. Uh, yep. So my skirt came from the charity shop and my jumper came from the charity shop and my boots came from the charity shop. So it's another one of my things, really, that I'm really um, trying to champion, um, you know, the fact that it is going to help the climate if we don't go out and buy masses of new clothes. Um, and I'm really searching for um, fashion lines that... Um, are sustainable and ethical. And I found an amazing one called Nobody's Child, which is, I think, connected to Marks and Spencers. But they are um, ethical and sustainable, and their clothes take half the amount of water than, than would take, you know, to make a normal T-shirt or whatever. So um, really into them. So if I buy anything new, and, and even Bodega, which is one of my favourite shops in Cheltenham, they've got a sustainable line as well. Um, so I'm trying to be really, really good, you know, not just talking the talk, but walking the walk. <laughs> well, we, we've got to, uh, unfortunately, well, unfortunately, rather than unfortunately, we, we have to. So you've got some big plans now this year. Uh, so a lot of life, great life changes last year. You've been so busy um, and you're not kicking back. So you're going to use, not use the MBE because you've worked. I, I think it's been truly deserved. But it, like you said, I guess it's now a, something that you can talk about as a as a speaker so it's now you want to you're going to get into more speaking and yeah. world tour julie ken mba is on her way yeah no it's so exciting <laughs> well um yeah i was i was given the mba for uh my services to charities over the last 30 years and um so i've even had speaking training you wouldn't think so because i talk a lot anyway but i have had this amazing guy stepping in um, Cardiff that's given me, and he's he's talked to me about getting the, my stories in as islands, and so I can move from one island to another. And it's been really good because one talk I did recently, um, the fantastic Gloucester Keys Rotary, they they've taken Pied Piper as their charity this year, so I didn't need to do my the talk that I've set out. So I could use two of my islands and then I could put my third island in, which is just about Pied Piper and what we do. So they understood it. And it's been a really good system. And so if I went to do a business um, convention or something, I could use, you know, why I got the MBA, the story of Emily, uh, maybe the boarding house story, but I didn't need to do that story to the Rotary. And, and then the main islands at the end is the power of giving that island and that's really about um we all have the ability to give even if it's not money time to people um and how you know i've read lo lots of books about how good it is for us it's good for our mental health and you know there's research of people that um have got terminal cancer and they have been mentors for other people that have got cancer. And it's actually improved their mental health just by helping other people. Um, and so my last island is all about the power of giving. And um, I'm going to do this virtual world tour. And I'm looking for anywhere in the world to go and speak. Because what I'm hoping is from my talk, it, it will encourage other people to give. 
and I'm going to, wherever I'm doing my virtual tour, it's a pity I can't go to all these places, but um, I will look at local charities around there and name them and suggest that people do things for local charities. And I just think with a local charity, you see where your money goes. You know, you even if you raise a hundred pounds or a thousand pounds, you can actually go there and actually see where that hundred pounds goes. Whereas if you choose a big one, you send your check off and you don't really, you know, it might have paid someone's petrol or something. Um, but I really am quite passionate about local charities and, and seeing where your money goes. And so it's about mental health, giving, how important it is. And I want them all, wherever I go, to tag me in so that I feel like I've made a difference, hopefully, all over the world. Just a little plan. No, I, I love it. I, you've got to think big, though. Why not? Think Well, also, because I am going to be 60 this year, which means, most importantly, my my pages that are called 50 Fun and Fabulous will have to change to uh, Sexy, Sassy and 60 or something. Um, yeah. But I've got sort of big, I, I need to think about, you know, I need to use, I'm 60 in November, so I've got lots of time to think about it. But I, at the moment, I'm thinking people ask me to do 60 acts of kindness or my latest idea is could I raise 60,000 you know um try and get some of the money back we haven't made but lots of you know I don't sleep very well Matt because my brain is always in overdrive yeah Judy I have that problem I can totally understand. <laughs> I can imagine you yeah. I have to force myself to stop um but it's I how important is that to you because like we're talking about the power of giving not to Go into a Cobra Kai. I've been watching on uh, Netflix, but last well, the episode what's last night was about giving, and when you give, the world somehow gives back. And I know that's not why you do it, but no, definitely not. I mean, I think uh, most most people that know me know that you know probably started big time when we lost Emily and we started a charity in her name, and. Any of us, I was thinking about it as I drove past Brickhampton Golf Club today. You know, if, if you are a golfer and one of the guys you plays you play with dies on the golf course from, I don't know, um, a heart attack or cancer or whatever, as a team, that negativity, you want to turn it into a positive. And um, so it's, it's common that when something awful happens to you, like losing a child or whatever, you want to do something to make it better. And, and raising money and doing something just brings the positive out of the negative. But also, you know, our brains are geared to, even if you pass someone in the street that you don't know and say, morning, and they smile and you smile, that creates in your brain pathways that make you feel good. You feel good person feels good it's just a whole win-win situation isn't it yeah. um and, and sadly most people don't volunteer until they've retired uh, because that's when they feel they've got lots of time so they retire and they volunteer and again research shows that they live longer because they have a meaning and uh, you know they've got something to get up in the morning and go and help and do something um so it is much more powerful than people think i think um so you know i'm i'm kind of it's another one of my things that i get on my on my stool and shout about probably bore people to death <laughs> oh you're full of energy I, and it, it, it's it is inspiring julie how, how you you've conducted it and and it is i think we just we all need a purpose in life and often we don't yeah. bring it's a shame that it takes something like that to happen but it, it that's what the universe is just pushing our way and um 
that's where we are. But I think, and, and yeah. again, after you know, last year was whatever it was, and this year it is that it's that new page. It's a chance to you know include something giving in some way, some form. Mm. Don't it's, like you said, it doesn't always have to be money. It can be a bit. No. Of I actually it's like a minute, I, isn't, it, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I think last year actually brought out the best in people because of the pandemic. People did have to check on their neighbours more, and lots of people that lived in cul-de-sacs and got out and clapped for the NHS. They said they got to know people that they'd lived in that cul-de-sac with for ten years and didn't know before. So although it was and still is obviously dreadful. Um, Lots of good things did come out of the pandemic. Mind you, I am the kind of person who always likes to be optimistic. But, you know, you, a lot of people could reel off that. We're caring for people more. Um, you know, I, I just think I think we need to build on that whole giving thing from last year because I think people are ready for it. They're more used to it now. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's, it's a foundation that's been laid down. And I, I think... Mm. Um, I think we need that optimism anyway. I think it was important to look for the good because we can find the bad. It's easy, easy to do that. But it's yeah. easy to energy to look for, well, this bit was good and I can use this energy, like you know, like you said, turning that negative energy into something as a positive outcome um, and having that I've, purpose. Yeah, I've just um, written my post for tomorrow, actually, and I thought, right, we're a new week. What shall I write about? Because I write a lot about fitness or sustainability. And I thought, fun. I think I need to talk about fun tomorrow. People are going back to work. They're not really looking forward to it. They're anxious. Um, so I had a look for a quote and got a quote from a guy um, who was told that he had pancreatic cancer. Well, he had it and then it came back and he was told there was nothing more they could do. He had three to six months, a professor in America. And he uh, he gave the most amazing speech. In fact, look it up. Randy, oh gosh, I'll have to look for it. Um, Randy Pouch or something. But he it was called um, The Last Life time something and he gave this last talk to all his students and everyone it was absolutely packed and he talked about his childhood dreams like he wanted to be Captain Kirk when he was young and he wanted to be an NFL footballer and all these sorts of things and he gave a humorous humorous talk amazing um and then obviously died not long after but um and he he put he wrote this quote about you know don't underestimate how much fun we need and I think that's my quote for tomorrow and I think it's really important and you know I am the kind of person that jokes about a lot of things and it's not always the right thing to do yeah you know, I remember losing my mum and I think it's my default um that I try and put humor in everything and it did upset my sisters and I felt really bad about that but it's my default that I always make a joke of everything and um I, I just think that we do need to have more fun. We, we, again, it will make us feel better, even if it's for a short time, because there is enough. I was going to say yes, S H I T going on, but a little bit of fun actually, if it doesn't do any harm, we need it. Yeah, sometimes do you feel like sometimes people feel guilty about having fun when there's there is when negative. Yeah. When, when there's sadness around, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there'll be people that are thinking, well, it's okay for her. You know, she hasn't got a granddad in hospital or whatever. Uh, but I have been there and I have been in hospital. And um, 
I just think that we need to just try and stay as positive as possible because it's bad enough on its own. And, you know, uh, my husband's quite vulnerable as well. So he is worried about me going out and meeting people. But today, you know, I sat in my car and my friend sat in his car and we had a conversation. And another friend I met, we walked outside because um, I am quite a people person. So I do need to see people, although if they lock me down completely. I'm ready for it. <laughs> You're a master of Zoom and Facebook Live now. So. Oh, yeah. Actually, I missed Zoom. You know how we got Zoomed out, didn't we, by Christmas? But now, um, I think, yeah, I'm ready for a bit more Zooming. <laughs> <laughs> we, we never stop with it, I think, with <laughs> with what I do. But, um, it has, it, well, it is, it, I think it's how connect when they, thank God we had it, stuff like that. Oh. Like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and for families and for families over Christmas that couldn't meet, you know, they could have their dinner and they could have the other part of the family on the screen, couldn't they? Which was brilliant. Yeah, it was great. I don't have to have anyone around for a moment. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, we did that. Yeah, mum come over and yeah, but it is nice because my family's a little bit spread out. I don't think we get all my family on, but that's another story. Um <laughs> but I, yeah, but I, I agree. It, it's um but again, it's, it's the power of giving, you know, a bit of enjoyment. Uh, mm. well, are, you, are you still, because um, you sang at my 21st birthday party, which is <laughs> actually became a martial arts center where I first began my martial arts uh, training. Wow. You're not going to ask me to sing one of those songs, are you? Because I won't remember them. You know what? I, I, originally, when I was going to get you on, I was going to say, um, finish off with something. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't, I'll tell you the problem. It doesn't sound very good because uh, one of my Zoom, my plan was to either start or end my talks playing Baker Street, but it yeah. does not work on Zoom at all. The sound is dreadful. Oh, gosh. Um, and I still yet to decide when I go out live and do them whether I'm going to play or not. Some, you know, my, my speaking coach says, it's nothing to do with what you're talking about. Why are you sticking it in? My yeah. view is it makes me stand out and be different. He says, you don't need it. Um, you know, your story is powerful enough. And so it's it's that's out for the verdict at the moment, whether I do play my saxophone or not. But um, that's obviously. A island. That's a different island. And it might depend on where you're going, if it's a more of a yeah. or a uh, yeah. uh, school. Uh, Actually, the guy. The guy I was talking about who's got the pancreatic cancer, he, he in the beginning of his talk, he says, actually, I'm really well at the moment. Isn't that great? And everyone claps. He said, actually, I'm, I'm better than a lot of you. And he gets down, he starts doing press-ups. And I was thinking, right, maybe in my talk, I could say something like, I can do something that you can't do and then do it. And then it is part of my talk, you know. But um, it really, I will send you all the link because it's something like Randy Patch, um and uh, I mean, it's an hour. I, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I kept flicking through. But he does also talk about finding the good in people. That was something that um, he found really important to find the good in people. So. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, mm. Germany's like looking at the different sides of stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah, wow. So, um, have you got any speaking gigs coming up or? 
Um, I've got one for a Rotary group in January, and I've got a guy in Sydney um, who has said I can go and talk to his company. And I've got a friend whose brother is head of Rotary on the island of Grenada. Isn't it a shame that I can't go there? <laughs> um, that's fine. I can do yeah. that. Um, so anyone that knows anyone um, who, so either Rotary where they have speakers a lot, or companies, or you have a team that you want to galvanize, or and I could come and talk about you know doing something as a team. Um, I'm open to any. I'll do it. You know, if it's in America, it's going to be in the middle of the night for me, but that's fine. Um, and um, hopefully, I can go out and inspire people to either give their time or raise money or just make a difference, really. So ideal if there is a local charity as well. So you really want to help wherever that local charity may be yeah well i'll probably i think it would be good wherever i do go so when i do the when it's booked in to go to sydney i can investigate you know maybe a homeless charity there maybe a children's charity like the ones i'm involved with yeah. and um, suggest charities to them or get in, or maybe contact them and say look i'm going to mention you is there anything that you want me to mention um really interesting as well to find out how other charities operate especially in these times to be honest yeah. but i would say homeless charities have done really well in in the pandemic it's really the others i mean like the sue rider or um it's the others that i think um have struggled really so um yeah lots of need out there for charity and giving yeah definitely um and just kind of finally and it, i had a question and it's just it's gone out of my head <laughs> Sorry. no that's Sorry. all right it's, it's me it happens a lot that i have things i i need to start writing notes down i, I used to be really good i'd remember stuff and, and it, it goes um no yeah i'm 46 this year wow still remember me when i was 13 <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But then I would have only been 30 or something. So, you know, it's all so relative. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Age is um, just a number. It is just a number. It is. It is. Um, so if, if there's anyone watching that's kind of in a situation where they feel they want to do more, they may have um, been through something um, similar to your experience or a little bit like you said, uh, something's happened to a friend, a relative. Or they want to start their own charity, or can they contact you for advice, or, yeah, uh, or yeah. got some good advice on what to do about that? Yeah, um, someone actually contacted me. Um, someone quite well known contacted me um, a couple of months ago. He uh, is in the rugby world, and he wanted to start a rugby foundation. And so we just had a chat about it, and um, I just offered him, you know, my advice. So anyone that does, I mean, it's hard not to find me. Do you think <laughs> on some platform or other? I think you're everywhere. You're, you're everywhere. Sometimes I think, well, why is Julia on my newsfeed all the time more than myself? Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm See, that's how I do. I like to make a bit of humor about stuff. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think you should be everywhere. You have to be. Yeah. Well, um, Julie Kent MBE on Instagram and Facebook um, and Twitter. And LinkedIn, Julie Kent MBE. And I've got a website, juliekentmbe.com. And my email is really easy because it's hello at juliekentmbe.com. So right. anyone that wants to contact me, yeah, do. And we can have a chat about whatever they want to do, really. Maybe there's some people out there who want to come on to my Julie's Jabber, which is going to be on at seven tomorrow. Um, 
and uh yeah do, contact me whatever i just like a jabber is, is that so is that going to be a weekly thing now monday at seven yeah i've been doing it since the the last lockdown ended you did you do a julius jabber yet no you no. were doing the afternoon no. ones weren't you yeah, the, the latte one Come yeah on yeah yeah i don't think i'll do the the afternoon ones because it kind of really trapped me in my day and i might need to go and do something you know somebody needs something moved from the charity doctor there or you know can i cover the office phone or whatever uh we did do one in hospital that was really funny because they if they have never cleaned the windows in the office at the hospital ever and that day that we're on doing the lockdown latte we couldn't get over it but it's going to be seven o'clock on a monday yeah which um i find actually more people watch it after don't they yeah definitely yeah. i think Monday's a good time actually I, I used to do mondays it was more nine just where i could fit it in but it seemed to yeah. be um I'm not sure if my time clash with it. I, I tell you, I never watch the TV, but now that we've moved house and my desk is quite near a big screen, which has got a TV, I've got into EastEnders. <gasps> Honestly, I can't believe it. And but it's, I was in tears the other night. I mean, Danny, what's his name? Oh, gosh, he just was so good. And I really don't want to get into this. I just you know what I, call it? I, I used to be into that years ago, but I call it depressed enders now. <laughs> I know it is. Wow. Yeah. Said that, yeah, I said that to my sister. It is depressing. Does yeah. anyone enjoy themselves on that program? <laughs> but um doesn't you know, make actually, good at all. <laughs> no, no. But anyway, yeah. not sure how I got into that, but um yeah. <laughs> let's get away from that. Yeah, yeah. I should be easily contactable. Yeah, so bet everyone contact Julie as fast as you can before she gets hooked onto um Easter. <laughs> <laughs> that is showing your age. I don't think he's around anymore. I watched it on YouTube, it was a, a special. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, thank you so much for coming on, Julie, and um, especially Thanks. kicking off the first one of the year. Thanks for having me, and I hope I've been uh, positive, and it's a positive start. So yeah, maybe lots of, lots of the people watching might want to do something, not necessarily for my charities, but any charity or, you know, for the person next door or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, we was due to do something for GDA last year, but it totally knocked us out the park, making it so hard to do. So we're just going to carry that over for this year. And actually, you gave me some good advice a, year, um, a, a few years back, because I think I was doing random charities. I'm feeling that's what I got to do, but you you gave me really good advice and just focus on one, one a year. Was it you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you can get to know the charity. Um, they should help you as well, you know, and promote all your stuff. If you're doing bits here and there, you don't build a relationship with the charity. Yeah. And I think, um, and also you'll you'll raise more for that one, and so you might be able to buy something more substantial. Um, so i and, and then change it each year that's yeah that's yeah yeah we're going to keep it for this year if, if they let us open again ever but obviously I understand. yeah <laughs> yeah well good luck for this year and I'd, be, I'd love to get you back on this year and see where we're at see what country that you are yeah that would be good wouldn't it pushing off there again yeah, that would be really exciting. I could have um, a work. Maybe I should get a world map behind me and put pins on where I've been. 
You just get the scrapey thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if, and if you, you get to go out and you get to go to Australia. I'd love to go back. So I'll, I'll fly over for that interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was going to be in my lounge to start with, Matt. But when eventually yeah. <laughs> I actually go there, then yeah. Well, you could get a green screen then and then just get someone to superimpose. Yeah. Um, yeah. A beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only come on with a beach ball or something. Like yeah, exactly. All right. Well, good luck with the show tomorrow. Um, and good luck with everything, Julian. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, that's it, everyone. Thank See you. you for See you soon. Yeah. And stay positive. I'm back next week for another Mindset Explosion. Same time, same channels. And Julian's Bye. on tomorrow. Bye. 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 Bye.